Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? You know, I've been doing better. If you saw what happened at City Field tonight, you know that uh, your boy Richie Barone is not in a good place. But uh, he is hoping that the rest of the season doesn't swirl and swish down the toilet. Yeah, I tell you what, kid. I saw Neil Walker's home run on Sunday. I thought that was a good omen for them coming back on this homestand. I said nine games against the Diamondbacks and the Padres combined. I said the schedule is wide open. Not saying playing St. Mary's School for the Blind, but not like the D-backs and the Padres are competing for a pettit. Uh, and quite frankly, they got to go about 8-0 eight and, eight and oh the rest of this homestand. Oh, yeah, they really painted themselves into a corner. Uh, I can agree about Neil Walker. I mean, that guy's like a whack-a-mole champion right now. He's hitting everything he sees. Uh, I put his terrible haircut aside for a little while. I've, I've just been enjoying the fact that he's, you know, He's smacking the ball out of the yard, all while uh, depriving John Neese of living in his own apartment, which brings me great joy because, uh, you know, John Neese can uh, go fly a kite. But otherwise, you know, the Mets, uh, the Mets, I don't know what to say right now. They're, uh, <laughs> they're, playing, they're playing a string of teams that are like the real housewives of baseball. They're a bunch of trash and everyone knows it, but somehow... They lost this opener, and, uh, you know, they're 2.5 games back of the second wildcard spot, which is not a place I thought I'd see this team in uh, early August, if you ask me, in April. Absolutely, kid, and tonight was just a complete sideshow. But as we look ahead to the upcoming schedule for the week, have a chance to rebound tomorrow. It's Robbie Ray against Bartolo Colon, and like an 82 Chevy that just won't quit, Bart keeps chugging along. Pitched a gem in the Bronx against the Yankees last week. Gets a shot at the D-backs on Wednesday. And we always talk about all these other fancy pitchers that we have with their long hair and their strapping bodies. Bart doesn't look like a look like a real baseball player getting off the plane, but he's about as good as we get so far for the Mets this season. Oh yeah, he's like a he's like a giant meatball with arms that you just can't break. I mean, the guy's just he's he's been a phenomenal pitcher for us. I don't know if we should be really excited about the fact that he's been one of our shining stars or if we should uh, you know, be upset about the fact that a 43-year-old man has been the uh, bread and butter for this team. But in any case, love me some Bartolo Colon. Robbie Ray sounds like a rejected Talladega Knights character, and because of that, I give him no chance at beating Bart. I mean, unless, of course, Terry Collins puts... Uh, he pulls Tolo and puts Ty Kelly in to throw a few innings with, you know, and because it's Terry Collins, you never know. Ty Kelly, he could be in the rotation by next week. So, you know, provided uh, Terry stays asleep in the dugout, doesn't do anything crazy, I think Tolo goes out there, pitches another gem as he does, my little meatball with arms, and uh, brings us to victory. Yeah, this Ty Kelly thing, do you think that he's got something on, uh, on the Mets? What do you think's up with this Kelly guy? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's got pictures of uh, Terry Key in the Wilpons car, or you know, uh, maybe he's got a picture of Terry, you know, taking a taking a, a whiz in the the Wilpons garbage can in their office. I don't know what's going on, but all I do know is that Ty Kelly is getting way too many opportunities. He batted in place of Travis Darno tonight, which is baffling. I mean, I frankly, I would have I would have rather had uh, Rene Rivera up there swinging lefty than Ty Kelly at the moment. I mean, at least if Travis runs into one, he could park it. 
you know, Ty Kelly looks like he's uh, he's terrified at all times at the plate. So, you know, just just an astounding move by Terry tonight. Um, you know, I, I don't want to take away from us complimenting Tolo to uh, to bash Ty Kelly, but sometimes this kind of stuff has to happen. So, shout out to Tolo. No shout out to Ty Kelly. Uh, I don't know what the reverse of a shout out is, but that's what I give Ty Kelly. Yeah, I don't know too many things about these Canadians, kid, but Darno is Canadian, and I, I've heard they have shaky confidence. So hopefully, hopefully the kid gets it going behind home plate for the Metropolitans as we head to Thursday's game. Noah Syndergaard versus some guy named Shipley. Never heard of you, kid. With the game being a day game on Thursday and a getaway game for the D-backs, Mets have to take this one. How about Wilma enjoying the sunshine? Our boy Flores, in 84 at-bats during home games this season, he's hit six home runs. So Wilma liking the sunshine. Hopefully Terry keeps him in the lineup, and he's got a chance to add to that. Yeah, if Wilma does well during the daytime, there is absolute. There's a negative 500 percent chance that he's going to play in that game. Uh, that that has uh, Ty Kelly special written all over it. I expect him to be playing in place of Wilma. The only good thing is that if Wilma does play, you know he's been put on waivers. So you know if he clears, the team could technically trade him. I don't think they will trade him. But they could gauge interest. And you know what happens if Wilma gets traded? He cries. If he cries, and stay with me here, if he cries and the sun's out, his tears dry faster, and he doesn't make a big buffoon of himself in front of uh, you know 30,000 apathetic Met fans. So, I mean, the good part here is that if something terrible happens, like Wilma getting traded again mid-game, he won't look like a little Mary uh, crying all over the field. Uh, but like I said, six home runs during the day, that's a guarantee that he will be riding the pine pony against uh, these pajama-wearing uh, snake oil salesmen. What do you think about the kid Noah, the Nordic prince? you think he bounces back here? I mean, he's got to get back on the stick in this one. Enough Axe commercials, we need some wins, and we need them now. I mean, it was okay to lose to Verlander, but it's not going to fly if God can't get the job done. Uh, against this lineup of idiots in snake pajamas, you know what I mean? I mean those and those jerseys alone—they are horrific. You got the you got the green outline and the 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 dark gray uh, jersey. Uh, you know, I was I was up pretty close tonight and I was watching those things, and uh, I was trying to hold my Bavarian pretzel down. It's a it's a pretty gross pretty gross uniform. I don't know who designed those, but apparently they did it in the dark. Sounds like something that, uh, you know, Tony LaRussa, he's like a personnel guy. It sounds like Tony, he's been known to enjoy the sauce a little bit, went over the marketing department on a late Friday night, and he said, here's what I'm looking for. And, you know, sure enough, they drew it. Tony didn't remember telling them, and now all of a sudden they got to use it. So, so, so Yeah, big box of Crayola. He just, he just went in the room there and, and really went nuts. Sorry, Tony. You, you drink too much, you old man. Uh, anyway, Friday, Logan Verrett against Clemens, and we ain't talking Raja for the Padres, and, you know, Verrett hasn't been too sharp, but here, here's the lineup that the Padres threw out earlier tonight. Again, this is being taped on Tuesday. So here's the lineup. Jankowski, Myers, Solarte, Dickerson, Shrimp, Blash, Norris, and Rondon. Shrimp, Blash, and Norris sounds like a terrible law firm. I mean, I've heard of Willie Myers, but holy hell, Richie, what a bunch of no-name jabronis. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I don't know a, a single name in this lineup. Uh, never heard of them. The whole thing, <laughs> it, to me, it sounds like uh, the the first guy sounds like the kicker for the Raiders. Then we got uh, the guy from those horror movies. Then uh, Salate I've heard of. I remember him of the Yankees. 
Dickerson, then that that guy Detlef Schrempf. Remember that guy from the from the the Supersonics? Great haircut. I mean, yeah, tremendous haircut. But I mean, you know, all jokes aside, if we could be serious for a minute, who are these people? I have no idea. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, it's going to make it even more annoying if we cannot beat them. If a guy named Schrempf is whacking the ball over the yard off Hansel Robles in the seventh. I swear to God, I might I might throw myself on the field and protest. I hear you, kid. It's not ideal. And when we talk about Logan Verrett, I've, I always said, you know, I think his slogan should be a fair wage for an honest day's work, but he hasn't had it recently. And it looks like he may not be the guy for this rotation. Yeah, I mean, technically they haven't announced a replacement yet, although there have been rumblings that it's going to be this guy, uh, Gabriel... Uh, I can't really say it. It's Y-N-O-A. Uh, it, seems, it sounds like like quinoa, but uh, maybe yinwa. Gabriel yinwa or uh, this guy Robert Jezelman. Uh But the, the yinwa guy got lit up the other day. Jezelman looks just like Jason DeGrom with some tattoos, so I would probably go with that guy. I would expect, you know, you heard it here first. Jezelman, he'll be up for that game. Verrett, he's just not doing it. The guy should shut it down for the season, you know, fake an injury, announce that he's got a touch of bird flu, take some time for yourself, get your name changed, watch some old tapes of Rick Reed to try and find out, you know, try and try and see where your ceiling is because I'm pretty sure it's it's Rick Reed, uh, you know, and that's it. You know, just leave it up to the pros. Leave it up to Robert Jezelman and the boys. Yeah, Gesellman, the way you describe him, he sounds like the Mets version of Wario. The wa- Wario to the Grom's um, Mario. You know, the Grom's a clear cut religious guy from Florida. This Gesellman guy, he's got a bunch of tats. He might be his evil twin. Yeah, no way. This guy is going to be doing a State Farm commercial instead of Geico. Uh, he's going to be doing. He's going to be doing all the opposites. He's going to figure out. Uh, you know, some sort of other body spray or hair gel to, to endorse. It's going to be a whole thing. But it's fine. You know, as long as he comes up here and, uh, you know, throw strikes, I'm down. And as we talk about DeGrom, it's quite appropriate as he's going Saturday against Jared Cosart, a face that they've seen a, quite a few times from playing the Marlins when he was with the Fish. But the Mets scored seven runs for DeGrom in his last start. That's two more than they scored for him in five starts in the entire month of June. So it must have felt like Christmas Day. How about this? We keep talking about Wilma Flores. You think I have an agenda? Well, guess what? I do. I love Wilma Flores. Four hits and five RBIs and 11 at-bats against this Kosar guy. I don't want to hear your small sample size, but like you mentioned, because of the good numbers, there's about a 98.9% chance, not 99.9, I'm not unrealistic, we'll say 98.9, that Terry sits him. Oh yeah, I mean I'd love it if the seven line would uh would you know get off their butts over there and do do what they did back in the day when they didn't want Jose Reyes to leave and start making a bunch of signs. Maybe a few free Billy Flowers signs out in the outfield there. You know, get him get him in the game, get him playing. Uh, you know, I have a really bad feeling that we're gonna lose this guy eventually. He's gonna go to another team and he's gonna become like uh like a Latin American Jeff Kent. The guy's just gonna be hitting like a monster all over the place. But, uh, you know, Jason DeGrom, in that start, this guy should get his name legally changed to Smokey the Bear because all he does is put out fires for this team. He's been our best pitcher, keeps us in every game. He's our rock, you know? Not like the rock like Dwayne Johnson, the wrestler, who was great and fast and furious, if I do say so myself. Love a good car. Cause, yeah. 
but more like a rock, like the kind you would use to assault like a door-to-door knife salesman who knocks while you, you know, you're trying to have a good dinner. So, uh, you know, shout out to DeGrom. I think it's going to be a great start for this guy because generally they all have been recently. Telling you, salesman from Cutco, don't go knock, knocking on Richie's door. He's, he's sick and tired of your nonsense. Yeah, I'm cutthroat. <laughs> literally, literally and figuratively. See you at Cutco. That's, it's all very appropriate. all ties together. Knife, knife salesman. Shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, Mets versus Perdomo. Uh, again, Perdomo, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I've never heard of you. The kid Matt's toeing the rubber in this game should be easy. Like Sunday morning, did you did you see what I did there? Because the game's the game's on Sunday. Yeah, all right. I tell you, it's Sunday, but Philip Rivers isn't walking through that door for San Diego. Whoa, crossover reference. Man, that just blew my mind. The little a little Philip Rivers wasn't ready for that yet. I mean, uh, you know, football season right around the corner. Uh, shout out to the NFL canceling the uh, Hall of Fame game off to a uh, blazing start. The NFL is off to the kind of start that the Mets are uh, have gotten off to this season so far. Except the start is almost the end for the Mets. So you know we're in we're in a little bit rougher shape than the NFL right now. I would if I do say so myself. Uh, we got Mats in this one. He's going up against who's this guy? Padium. Per- uh, yeah, it's a little joke there. Matt's always a lock to, uh, you know, to give his all. He's got this face. He walks off the mound. It looks like someone just told him that, uh, their dad could beat up his dad. He's always just, it's pure fury. And I love that. Even if the guy strikes out the side, doesn't want to talk about it. You know, the reality is that the look on his face is probably a grimace from this, uh, plate sized bone spur in his elbow. But I prefer to believe that he's just a, a really intense guy who wants to get the job done. You know, he had nine Ks tonight, took him 120 pitches because God forbid, you know, God forbid we rest the guy at all. But uh, he was real good, and uh, I'm feeling good about him going forward, especially against a, some guy named Podomo. So there we go, kid. The Metropolitans have to win about four of these next five at least uh, to stay in the picture in the wild card. But as we get to our bus sponsor of the week and last week we were sponsored by Rammsteins and it, it was an interesting choice when he told me Richie uh, how did how did things go uh not so great i went in there i you know i invested i went on amazon i bought some leather chaps i bought uh, a little bit of lipstick the whole thing i went in i really bought in and uh i went in there and it turns out the owner was punking me like that Ashton Kutcher that place isn't like that at all so i walk in there all, all ready to get crazy and uh, it's just a bunch of guys in Lederhosen's just having a couple a couple brews. So egg on my face looked, looked really bad. Uh, we couldn't go back there on account of embarrassment. Um, but we did find a new spot, you know, a little off the beaten path in terms of what we're used to. And uh, what do you got? Yeah, I tell you, we're, we're sponsored this week. Again, off the beaten path is right. Peyton, by the numbers in Centerport for all you bougie folks out there. So I've been seeing this young woman, we went to paint by the numbers, one of these places you drink wine and you you paint things. It's really quite the scene for the women. They really enjoy it. I guess, you know, it's the idea that you're doing something creative while drinking makes it okay. I don't I don't have that spirit myself, but shout out to to you. More power to you, women who like to paint while you drink wine. Well, anyway, I made the mistake of not bringing any cash. So we get to the end of the night and they they're cash only. I said, "You know, what is this? Uh, 1994." But you know, they said they're cash only. 
work something out on the side. I promised them that we got 10,000 listeners, and instead of paying for the night, uh, we're giving them the plug. So there you go. Great date spot. Paint by the numbers in Centerport. Go over there and paint a little flower landscape while you drink some Merlot. Yeah, I mean, not for nothing. I don't, I don't really do much painting. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, supposedly though, ladies really like it when you take them to the old, the old paint and wine, as they call it in the streets there. And you know, if they have a TV, I'll be sure to check it out. You know, uh, usually when I ha- when I paint, it's because I have to because I put a hole in my wall practicing MMA with my chocolate lab. But I'm open to new experiences, so uh, paint by numbers. I'll see you soon. I'll be down there, and uh, you know, hopefully, I don't snap a brush over my knee when uh, TJ Rivera strikes out with the bases loaded. Paint by the numbers. Say hello to my girl Shelly, working there, provided the Merlot. And anyway, we get to the storylines of the week. The first storyline: the Mets heading into tonight's game, and I, and I'm remiss. I should have checked my math here, Richie. But going into tonight's game, they were a game and a half behind the wild card. They're either two and a half games. Uh, I should probably probably should have checked that before the show. Do you know offhand? Two and a half. Two You're and right. Half. Two and a half now, so not ideal. But I, uh, I, I guess what? They're, they're still technically in it. I'll be honest. I bet Faye Vincent hates what's happening in the playoff picture. Oh, you're, you're three games over five hundred, or in this case, two, squarely in the mix. It makes yeah, it- I mean... It sure makes things exciting for us Mets fans, Richie, and we could potentially pull it off, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like that Oprah episode. You get a car, you get a car, you're in the wild card race, you're in the wild card race. Yeah, I mean, I shout out to Oprah, and, uh, you know, she she gave away a lot of things. She had a great run. But, uh, you know, I mean, punch me in the balls and call me Judy. Somehow we're hanging in there, and uh, I don't know how, I don't know why. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like the Marlins want to pull away. The Nationals are kind of pulling away. I mean, like they, they we're not going to win. They're probably not going to win the division. But even still, the Nationals could be up by about 14, 15 games right now over us if they really wanted to be. Uh, and you know, St. Louis keeps doing their best to to hang around. They keep losing to like the Cincinnati Reds and and those types of teams. So I don't know. I mean, you know, but if we're going to let the Diamondbacks, the MLB equivalent of candy corn, whip us all over the place like a bunch of random mules. Uh, I don't know if we're going to make it, but for now, it is nice to be in the mix. Yeah, especially these Diamondbacks. It's not like Luis Gonzalez is walking through the door on enough steroids to kill a small mini horse. I mean, you know, this is a different team than those teams back in the day, but I'm with you, kid. Got to take advantage here. And storyline number two, Noah Syndergaard sponsored tweets. And I'm all for guys getting their money, striking while their iron is hot. But Noah is such a funny guy. Wouldn't he do more ironic things? He's posting these things from Axe like, you know, always, always be on point. Always be confident. Sponsored ad. I mean, can we spruce this up a little bit? Can we get a little meta? Yeah, I mean, could someone tell Axe that Noah Sindengard is not the situation? You know, he's not just going to stand in a mirror and just, you know, slosh a bunch of hair product in his hair. I mean, you know, do something good with the guy. He should be standing there like destroying the entire locker room with an actual axe or maybe putting a bottle of axe in a pillowcase and chasing Terry Collins around the clubhouse with it. You know, something creative. I mean, you know, this guy's just standing there playing with his hair in the mirror like, you know, he's going to be on uh, competing with uh, Aaron Rodgers' brother on The Bachelor or something. You know, like get a life axe. Figure it out. Yeah, he should be dressing up like a Nordic lumberjack carrying an axe. And then you're like, oh... Oh, I see what you did there. They're different things, but they sound the same. I don't know what that's called. 
there's not a word for that, but the thing is, <laughs> it's just a thing that happens. But, you know, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, and I hope that, Axe, if you're listening, uh, you know, take a clue, guys. Get it together, because right now you're doing the same thing with, uh, they did the same thing with Jason DeGrom, and, you know, little uh, little played out, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, we're moving on to the next storyline, and it is waiver wire claims. And this one, so the Mets apparently claimed two players off waivers. I don't really know how it works. I thought the trade deadline was August 1st, but, you know, who am I? Uh, so they, they claim two players off waivers. Apparently, they're not allowed to tell us who they are, so it's a big guessing game. One's a reliever, one isn't. And, uh, you know, I was wondering, do you... Do you uh, have any guesses? Who'd they claim? I guess in terms of the reliever, is that Graham Lloyd still in the league? It could be that guy, yeah. I mean, Graham, well, big, big, tall, drink of water, lefty, Aussie. Yeah, big, he got into one of those fights during the, uh, the Yankee-Baltimore game. Yeah, Graham Lloyd, great Australian. If it's not him, someone that's more, a little more likely to be in the league, uh, I guess we'll go with somebody from a bad team. Maybe Jason Mott. I don't even know who he's with, but he's the kind of guy that, you know, he's got the look of a reliever. I don't know. That's tremendous. My guesses were, so Jason Mott's a reliever. Who's your other player? Other player, we will go with Justin Smoke. Justin Smoke. That's no, a trem- tremendous no, guess. No way. that No way. What, what about you? I mean, Smoke's probably not a way this, but... I mean, first thing I thought when I thought we got a reliever and someone who's not a reliever, first name that came to mind, Eric Gagne. Uh, that seems that seems like a real sandy wheelhouse move. Uh, you know, he he's like a legendary closer for two years or something. You know, he's probably not doing anything right now. Uh, and the guy that's not the reliever, I think we got Ruben Gotai. I think we put in a, a waiver claim on good old Ruben Gotai. Uh, real spark plug for a minute there. Either him or we're bringing back Ahanis Reyes, the uh, guy who, yeah, not related to Jose Reyes, but we all wanted to think he was kind of as good because they shared a last name. But, you know, who knows? I mean, in the Dominican Republic, that could be like the their version of Johnson. So who knows? So I think it's Ahanis Reyes, Ruben Gotai, and Eric Gagne. It's, it's, one, it's two of those three mixed together. And uh, we'll see what happens. They have 48 hours to complete a trade. So we'll see if the Mets can upgrade themselves in any way, shape, or form there. And uh, the final storyline, TJ Rivera is finally a Met. Why did it take so long? I don't know. The guy uh, The guy looks like he fits in with this club. He sounds like an R&B singer or maybe a guest star on Wild and Out. I like this TJ Rivera kid. Yeah, I, I mean, I could, I could see him definitely going over to uh, like a Guy Fieri restaurant with Nick Cannon and just really living it up. Uh, you know, he, he seems like that kind of bro. But at the same time, like let's let's do a little let's do a little math, you and me together, okay? Do you know where T.J. Rivera's from? I don't. The Bronx. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, do you know another person named Rivera who played in the Bronx? Oh, I see what you're doing here. That's Mar- right. Mariano Rivera. The Mariano, the Marriott. That's right. And while I hate the Yankees with the, with the fire of a thousand suns, there's no denying that Mariano Rivera was a bit of a beast. T.J. Rivera is from the Bronx. Mariano played in the Bronx. 
if you do, it's the transitive property. TJ Rivera is going to be the Mets version of Mariano Rivera with a bat. You heard it here first. I like it, kid. When you're right, you're right. I like your hunch. I'm completely on board. I'm liking TJ Rivera. I think he will go down to be in the Hall of Fame like Mariano Rivera. And that's a conservative, conservative estimate on my part. I'd have to agree. So, you know, that, with that in the books, let's move on to awards. Awards, yeah. First award, the award for the roller coaster of emotions to Sunday's New York Mets, who somehow let the Tigers tie the game on like two swinging bunts and another infield hit. I was ready to go do some push ups in the garage to blow off steam. And then Neil, majestic Neil, brings us right back and wins the game. Thank God for that. Otherwise, I was going to do one of those things where I was going to leave the house and just walk around the neighborhood for 10 miles, and people were going to say, This guy's got a screw loose. I, I don't have a screw loose. I'm just, oh, a, yeah. just a meth fan, I swear. Yeah, I would have been doing uh, P90X until I had chest pains if uh, the Mets didn't win that one. So thank God for Neil. Uh, I got an award I want to give out this week. It is the Coach's Son Award. It goes to Ty Kelly, who I'm sure we will find out down the line is related to Terry Collins. There's no other explanation for why he is A, in the major leagues, B, batting in place of Travis Darno, and C, uh, always terrified of uh, pretty much just living, I guess. So, uh, shout out to Ty Kelly. Congrats on the award this week. Sorry, Ty. Sure, you're a nice guy. Taking a lot of heat tonight, but uh, you know we gotta tell it like it is. We're honest gentlemen here. On first time, long time, and the recurring, the recurring theme of all of our shows is the Mark Carrig Tweet of the Week Award. Our third or fourth awards here. Mark Carrig, August 4th. He's got to be on vacation this week. He doesn't have too much material this week. I think Mark Carrig, he's a, he's a West Coast guy. Maybe he's in Hawaii. Maybe I'm just theorizing things. But he hasn't been on the Twitter. So, sorry, Mark. I'm not stalking you. I swear to God. I, I don't have the resources to do that. But I love your work. Uh, August 4th, jump throw. What year is this? During the Yankees-Mets game. And, you know, it could be Derek Jeter. That's the obvious one. But the other one is Ray Ordonez. Ray Ordonez used to do that as well. So very appropriate as Mark calling back to a nostalgic time for both New York franchises. Yeah, I mean, if, it's, if it looks like a Ray Ordonez reference and it smells like a Ray Ordonez reference and it walks like a Ray Ordonez reference, uh, I think we're talking about Rayo. So uh, shout out to Mark Carrig. Another great tweet. Like you said, hopefully he's on vacation and uh, nothing's wrong. Mark, feel free to come on the show and clarify what you've been doing over the past week. Uh, and that brings us to our final award of this week. The Look at Me, I'm a Team Guy Award goes to Matt Harvey, who showed up in the clubhouse today in the dugout. Uh, for whatever reason, three weeks after getting shoulder surgery. You know, he just wanted to be there for his bros while they were getting shellacked by Paul Goldenschmidt and the uh, the Arizona Snakes. So I guess good for you. You know, uh, if you gave a pep talk, it didn't really help that much. But, you know, I guess you're trying. You're trying to be a team guy. So shout out to Matt Harvey for doing that. Uh, and that brings us now to our final block of the show. We're going to try something a little different. Uh, we we love giving shout-outs. That's what we do. So uh, I think we're going to do a little segment called Shout-Outs. We just shout things out that we like about the New York Mets. I'm going to start it off with a couple. Um, shout-out to Fuku Chicken Stand at City Field. That's a pretty great chicken. Uh, you know, Shout-out to... 
Michael Conforto for doing like that bat slam and grab every time he strikes out. Really looks like you you care out there. So shout out to you. Uh, also shout out for being Italian. Uh, shout out to Terry Collins for trying to uh, drive our season off of a cliff. I uh, I appreciate the effort. And uh, shout out to the guy by McFadden's who tells me welcome home every time I walk past him into the stadium. Uh, you're very creepy, but at the same time, you're very nice. So I feel bad saying anything bad about you. Uh, and those are my shout-outs for the week for the New York Mets. What do you got? Yeah, I only got two, kid. And uh, shout-out one to Lucas Duda. And I guess you never miss him until they're gone, seeing the Metropolitan's offense. When James Loney came in, he did a nice job. He's still filling in somewhat adequately. But when you realize when Duda's gone that – you know, the guy could carry the team for three weeks at a time. Maybe maybe he wouldn't hit the rest of the six months, but he'd always had those two-week spans. So shout-out to Lucas Duda. And then, of course, uh, you know, shout-out to Fireball for getting me through these last uh, couple of weeks. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, my kids bought it, and I was doing the wild turkey. I normally don't like the cinnamon, but now my body has completely adjusted to it and i've been uh, i've been drinking quite a bit of it to get through this mid season so shout out fireball that's amazing and your first one was like a shout out slash rip so uh nice combo action there that's what happens when you're uh you know a, a trusted veteran on first time long time you can give the shout out rip combos and uh that's going to do it for us this week so thank you for thank you very much for listening uh, you know, as usual, find us on Facebook. First time, long time. I'm like a broken record here, right? Just get a, get in there and do something. Uh, Twitter at MetsFTLT. Gmail. That's our email address. Uh, first time, long time pod at gmail.com. Please get in touch. Give us some feedback. Uh, and, you know, when you go on iTunes to listen to this show, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. You know, help us out. Do us a favor here. You know, don't don't pull Terry Collins on us. And uh, that's all we got. So we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Boom. Nice done. Hell yeah. That was fun. That was good. How long was it? It's under 30. It's 31, like 3110. But that's counting the like the the part where we started. So start over. So nice. It'll be right around thirty. So that's pretty good. So yeah, I'll probably I'll probably shoot it over to you. Like I'm gonna take like a ten o'clock train. So I'll probably shoot over between like ten and eleven. So yeah, that's cool. And then we'll uh, we'll do Friday rankings now. Hopefully, I can just send them both over at once. So. I'm going to be in Montauk uh, Thursday, Friday, if you could upload, uh, if you don't mind uploading both nah, of could, this week. Yeah, no, I could definitely do that. Sweet. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Top five, top five scapegoats. You can feel free to add any of those. I just threw five names down that I know people have hassled. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who. I mean, like it's like everyone else is like hurt. You know what I mean? Like I guess Duda and Harvey, but um, yeah, no, this works for me. Robles, Robles, 
It was pretty bad. Yep. You're frozen, dog. Oh, is that me? Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.